What's it, the Cape? It is uh, 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp number. This person says, uh, Shafiq, so true what the gentleman, the previous interview, is saying about the land restitution court or the land claims court. The gentleman is saying they will verify till there are no more claimants left. This person is referring to District 6. To other matters at hand, the independent panel, which was uh, constituted to look into the fitness of public protector Bisiswisi Makabani, uh, has re- recommended that Parliament begin removal proceedings. She will be the first head of a Chapter 9 institution in the country to face such proceedings. Online for comment is analyst Sali Moeng from uh, Don Valley. Uh, Sali, welcome. Good afternoon, Shafiq, and to listeners. Hello. Hi, what do you make of this? Uh, do you think that this is a follow-through of a process that will be followed through? Well, uh, it's a pity that we live in a country where, first of all, it's not surprising that they came to the recommendations where we are at now because, I mean, we've seen this woman uh, behave in a way right from the time she entered those offices, or soon after the departure of uh, her predecessor advocate, uh, Tilima um, Doncella. I mean, she came in there and she started telling people not to watch ENCA, for instance, but to watch the that uh, radio station that belonged to the Guptas. Uh, she she was already saying she was never going to meet with uh, Madoncella. She was saying bad things, criticizing Madoncella. So she came in there guns blazing, and it was very clear which side of the political divide she was in. So is this going to happen or not? No, because we live in a country of too many alternative truths, isn't it? I mean, we know what she's, she's been very consistent in her conduct. She's had a number of very uh, adverse court judgments against her, but we also live in a country where there are enough people out there to, to, to defend her, because She's acted on their side, and that is a sad part of it. So would you say that um, the scenario is that everything will just be under review and that the um, RET uh, um, faction will play their cards? Yeah, absolutely. In the end, it's going to come to some kind of parliamentary vote, isn't it? And we don't know which numbers are going to dominate. Uh, but there's no doubt about it. All those RET people are going to vote to keep her. The EFF, surprisingly, is going to keep to, to vote to keep her. It's going to be interesting to see whether it's, it's, it's going to be a, a vote uh, that is anonymous or not. Obviously, if it's, if it's anonymous, then it will be even more interesting. Uh, and then, I mean, if it were an anonymous vote and she won, it would mean that Cyril Ramaphosa is in trouble. <laughs> That's what it would mean. If it's an open vote, obviously people are going to be a lot more careful, but there are people who are a lot more clear about whether they support it or not. Those are the RET people. But of course, I mean, the public protector has very little time left uh, in office in any case. It's uh, yeah. a matter of months before she has to go anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I'm, I doubt whether she can do much more damage than she's done because she seems to be now spending all her time counting pennies to pay for court cases, being in court, or facing mm-hmm. adversarial um, uh, committees. Well, it's almost pretty much the same way that Democrats tried to do with uh, with Donald Trump after he left office. I think it's a matter of record. As a matter of record, if she has been wrong and she deserves to be uh, kicked out of her job, even if it's a day before the actual end of her contract, it's go, it will go on to her record that she didn't go, she didn't leave her previous job in a way that is honorable. 
And I think that the process has to go through until its natural end, until, you know, all the democratic processes are allowed to be followed. Now, this is going to be an interesting one because uh, I, I can foresee a huge amount of canvassing going on behind the scenes because the RET faction would love to give Ramaphosa the finger and Parliament's a wonderful place to do it. Yeah, correct. But, I mean, look, at least now we're at a point where we we have a pretty good idea of who stands on of which side of the divide. I don't think that there are many surprises there. Uh, the, the coalition of the of the discredited, you know, uh, meeting around Jacob Zuma, now including Malema, is very clear. They've been outspoken. They've been out there. They haven't been hiding their faces away from media cameras. So we know who they are and we know what they stand for, really. We know that those are the people who want to see the Zona Commission fail, for instance, because they have a lot to account for. Uh, question is going to be whether or not they they will outnumber the the, the reformists <laughs> some people call them the reformists the other people or not and that's going to determine whether or not we are really standing as a country as a democracy as a, as a constitutional democracy we're standing on firm ground or shaky ground do you think uh uh, to try and find some water in the glass, that the positive thing is that the next time a public protector is chosen, that uh, people involved in the processes are going to be a lot more careful, perhaps, than what they were with uh, the previous one. No, unfortunately not. Again, because we live in a country of, of, of too many alternative truths, there are people still who still think that she, this woman is a victim in the same way that they, they think Jacob Zuma is a victim, in the same way that they think uh, Isma Khashoggi is a victim of some political pl- uh, plot. So, I mean, we know that when this lady was appointed, the DA was the only party that said, no, we don't trust this woman because of where she comes from, because of what she's done before. Uh, everybody else uh, was uh, allowed themselves to be convinced that she was, there was nothing wrong with and the same is going to happen each time they choose it. I think the, the system has to change. There's something that is, has to change in the way we choose these people. As long as the ANC has too much power, whatever the dominant faction is uh, in the ANC at Luton House will be the one that determines who becomes the next the next dealer, irrespective of the record of that person. They will choose somebody irrespective of whether that person is clean or not, if they can make the numbers. That is the same thing. It's interesting because somebody over the weekend said that for the ANC to reinvent itself, it basically has to implode and literally reinvent itself from the ground up again. Yeah, that's just his Malala, and I totally agree with him. The ANC really needs to 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 walk the wilderness, as it were, in order to find its soul again. Because as long as it's it's trying to cleanse itself, if that if, I'm not sure if it's if it's trying to clean itself. And again, we have to say which ANC is trying to clean itself, because each one of them is justifying themselves, isn't it? So where is the ANC? Who really owns the soul of the ANC today? Where is the soul of the ANC? But this party that is made up of various factions, at least two main ones, cannot be for South Africa what South Africa needs until itself is cleansed and, it, and it's, it's able to speak in one voice and it's not able to speak in one voice. Everything is about who controls the money, who controls power, who gets access to what. It's all about the South Africa comes second. Then we do very quickly, we've even seen uh, suggestions over the weekend of the DA uh, indulging in some tunadarang with the ANC. That is interesting. <laughs> 
very interesting, isn't it? But it looks like there are many interpretations of what really <laughs> happened. Unfortunately, I didn't interview, listen to the interview of uh, of Tennis and in which apparently he explained what he really meant. But I think it would be dangerous in any case for the DA to think that it can assist with any part of the ANC. We mustn't fool ourselves. If there's going to be a divorce in the ANC and there's going to be a separation, it's not going to be a friendly one and it's going to be a protracted one. It's going to be fighting of who's the true ANC. The DA can't immediately after a divorce say, okay, I'm going to side with this one. Which one? On what basis? It's going to be messy. Unless it, if it wants to see all that mess onto, onto itself, then it can go ahead and do that. <laughs> Salim Moeng, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure, sir. Have a nice evening.